Hey, fancy listeners, Francesca Hampton here, and I am honored that you took time to tune in once again. And I'm committed to sharing content that will make you glad you did. So welcome to the Fancy Thoughts Podcast, a weekly podcast designed to give you perspective, insight, and encouragement to release the greatness inside of you. I want you to live fancy life where you are fostering achievement, never compromising you because someone is waiting for you. Before we get into this week's fancy thought, let's remind ourselves what we talked about last week. Last week, we talked about getting out of our comfort zone. We said that it is time to challenge ourselves to go beyond what's comfortable, to go beyond where we feel secure or in complete control. We reminded ourselves that the very definition of being in our comfort zone is a place where our ability and determination are not being tested. And in order for us to release greatness, we have to be willing to push ourselves beyond that place, beyond our comfort zone, and to the places that will actually challenge us enough to release everything that has been put on the inside of us. And with that, let's get started with this week's fancy thought. I'm so excited to bring to you this week's fancy thought because it is truly one that embodies everything that I believe a fancy thought truly is. This week's fancy thought is simply, someone is waiting for you. You've heard me say that in many of my episodes. If you've ever talked to me in person, somewhere at some point in some time, that very phrase comes out of my mouth. Someone is waiting for you. Where did that actually come from? So as you know, all of this fancy thoughts, it all is a culmination of the business Live Fancy Life. Live fancy life, fostering achievement, never compromising you, where our desire is truly to help you to release the greatness that is on the inside of you because someone is waiting for you. I remember when I first started getting into this whole idea of someone is waiting for you. I remember I originally started out wanting to be a motivational speaker or inspirational speaker, but there was one thing that I just could not grab hold to. And there was this idea that, you know, you can go out and do whatever you put your mind to. You know, you have the ability to do anything that you set your mind to do and you you are focused on. And although that is very well true, it leaves things very open. And the thing that bothered me was that if everybody was out just doing whatever they wanted to do, something would be missing. Maybe you may not necessarily agree with me right away, but I just want to give you a different perspective. Now, there is nothing wrong with the idea and the concept that we can do anything. We are we are powerful beings created by a powerful God, and we were created to do powerful things. However, I do believe that we were all created to do certain things well. And in that creation or in that design, it is not just for us. It is for someone else. And you've heard me say this before. Nobody does what they do simply for themselves. And what I mean by that is, again, if you're a business owner, you don't own your business simply so that you can be a partaker of whatever it is that you offer. If you offer services, they are not just so that you may have that service alone. Whatever it is that we do, whatever our vocation, our career, whatever it may be, it's for someone else whether you're doing it intentionally or immediately for someone else or in the long run for someone else. But ultimately, whatever we're doing is for the benefit or for the consumption of someone else. With that in mind, think of this. You, you are the greatest thing you have to offer. You may offer it in different ways, but the ultimate prize or the ultimate product, the ultimate service, the ultimate gain is you. You are what someone else needs in whatever capacity. 
and someone is waiting for you. They're waiting for what you can do that can be done like no other. We've talked about this once before, you know, when we talk about comparison and things of that nature, you may do something that someone else is already doing. That does not make what you do invalid or in or unnecessary. It simply means that there is a niche that you have that is unique to you and you alone. No one else can do what you do the way that you do it. Why? Because that's the way you were created. We were uniquely designed to be different. There are many things that we have that compare or are similar, but in all reality, we are individual and unique creatures. And the reality is that in our uniqueness, we have a certain sphere of influence that is uniquely ours. There are people who will respond to you in a way that they will not respond to anyone else, intentionally or unintentionally, consciously or unconsciously. There is a group of people that respond to the way you do what you do. And therefore, someone is waiting for you. So it's more than just knowing that someone is waiting for you to be for you. It's the understanding that they're waiting for what's inside of you to come out. It's more than just someone's waiting to see you. Someone's waiting for your phone call. Someone's waiting for you to drop by. Someone's waiting for your input. Someone's waiting for your advice. And that's true as well. We can't diminish or overlook the impact that we have in our relationships. Let me just talk about that for just a minute. In my past, and maybe you've ever experienced this or maybe you haven't, in my past, I used to struggle with my friendships. Why? Because I have some amazing friends. And to this day, I still have some awesome friends. And these friends have different things that they are very good at. I have some friends that are very good in cosmetology. I have some friends that are very good in leadership, some that are very good in in, in different areas, right? And so many times when we would come together, they're the, the uniqueness of what they had to offer would sometimes intimidate me because then I would be like, well, what is it that I offer to you? Like, you do this so well. I don't know how to do that. I had, I remember I had a girlfriend who did nails and she did them so well and she would just do them for me. And I mean, I paid her still, but you know what I mean? We would, it would be like a girl's day and we would sit together and we would have fun and, and all these kind of things. And in reality, she was giving me her friendship, not just her service. But in my mind, I was thinking like she is giving of herself to me. I don't have anything to give back to her. I don't do nails. I don't do hair. I don't draw. I don't, you know, I don't have anything. I'm even bad at giving gifts. I'll tell you that. Like, I, I don't like giving gifts, not because I don't like giving. It's that I think so hard and I'm like, what can I give you that will be so beneficial to you? that beyond you receiving it, it will make an impact in your life. That's a lot of pressure to put in yourself, right? And sometimes I do that. And so I was, I was always thinking like, how can I give back to her? You know, I don't feel, I don't want to feel like I'm always taking. But the reality is my friendship with her wasn't based on the fact that she could do my nails. My friendship was based on the fact that she was an awesome person. And we just allowed that to be a time where we got together. And that wasn't the only time we got together. And it wasn't the only thing that we did. The the whole purpose of me telling you this is I had to change my mindset, right? The main thing that brought us together was who we are, right? It was her wonderful personality, her being a good support, a good friend, someone I could laugh with, someone I could talk to, someone that I could spend time with, as well as someone who would allow me to speak into her life, to laugh with her, to be there with her, to support her. And it was our friendship and being who we are authentically ourselves that brought us together not the nails. And therefore I didn't owe her a service in order for her to be my friend. Now, again, you may never have experienced that. You're like, like, that's crazy. I don't even know why you went through that. 
But I do want you to take an understanding of the concept because many times we replay that same concept in other ways. We, you know, someone does something for us and instead of being able to just receive it, we look for what we have to do back for them in return. But life is not a tit for tat. Life is the ability to give and to receive. And that giving and receiving may not always come from the same place. Someone giving to you doesn't mean that you giving back is directly to them, right? Because think about it. A stranger could give something to you and you never see them again. You giving back doesn't mean that it has to be always to the exact same person. And if you're a giver, you don't want to give so that that same person gives something back to you because then you're not doing it just as a, as a gift. You're doing it with an expectation. All of that tangent, meaning to say someone is waiting for you does matter in our relationships. There is something about the way that you love. There's something about the way that you care. There's something about the way that you give that is a blessing to someone else. And if you are not your authentic self, you are robbing other people of the very gift of you. Someone is waiting for you. They're waiting for you to be your authentic, complete, unadulterated self, flaws and all. So many times we try to perfect ourselves. We try to position ourselves to be in a, in a certain place in order for it to be enough, in order for us to be enough, in order for us to qualify, to uh, have someone's time or to, to, to be a part of something. But the reality is you are enough all by yourself. And the greatest gift that you have is the authentic full manifestation of yourself. So someone is waiting simply in relationships for you. Make sure you're showing up in your in your relationships with your spouses or your partners, in your relationship with your family, your mother and father, sister and brother, whoever, in your relationships with friends, in your coworkers, in every area that you interact with other people. Make sure you're showing up as yourself because two reasons. One, you cannot be anybody else authentically and and no one else can be you. Let me say that again. You cannot be anyone else authentically and no one else can be you. And so the greatest gift you have is to give you in every area because that's what you offer. And to do anything else would be robbing yourself and others. Now, when we're talking about releasing greatness in purpose, right? We're talking about it where where it may be your uh, full-time business or it may be your ministry or it may be a service, again, a business, a product, whatever it is that is on the inside of you, whatever that tug has been on who you are or what you should be doing. And we'll talk about that in a future episode about how to kind of hone in on that. Whatever that is, you have to release it because there's someone that's waiting for you. Let me give you an example. Let's take this podcast, right? Again, as I mentioned to you all, and I thank everyone who's followed me along in this journey for the past couple of years. And I know I keep saying that this business is coming and I guarantee you it is. As a matter of fact, the book will be finished um, in the next couple of months and it'll be published um, by fall or, um, or winter of this year. I am telling you, look out for it. You are going to love it. I believe so. Um, and the business is coming right after. There's a few things I need to do because I want to release a business that has everything that it's supposed to have and not just do it haphazardly just because I've been telling you. So nonetheless, this whole you know business and this whole prospect and even this book have been around for years. This started all the way back in 2008. And I took so long. I questioned myself, doubted myself, talked myself out of it, let other things come in to become a distraction, all of that, right? And so when this idea of fancy thoughts came together, it was the idea that I do have something to offer for a specific audience who is able to receive it from me. 
again, I always tell you, I'm not saying anything that no one else has ever said. As a matter of fact, many times I tell you different tips and things that other people have said, and I just expound on them. But I truly believe that there are people who respond to the way that I describe things or the way that I break things down. And so for me not to provide that while I'm waiting for my book to come out or while I'm waiting for my business to come out is robbing others of what I have to offer and is robbing me of the opportunity to share because I'm waiting for a perfect opportunity. I'm waiting for something to be finished. I'm waiting for this to happen, that to happen. The reality is it's not time to wait. It's not time for me to just hold off. It's no longer time for me to wait in the background until everything aligns perfectly. There is someone who needed to hear what I've been saying for the past 13 weeks. There is someone who needed to hear what I had to say over the past 21 episodes last year. There is someone who needed to hear what I have to say. And so therefore, I get up every Saturday with an expectation and a determination to bring these to you. Why? Because I know someone is waiting for me and there's more inside of me and it has to come out. And so I give that example to say to you, there is something on the inside of you right now that someone else can benefit from. Even if you are looking to start a business, if you're looking to write a book, if you're looking to start blogging, if you're looking to start videos, whatever it is, there is something that you can do right now. You do not have to wait until everything is perfect. There is something that you can do right now. And the longer that you wait, someone else is consistently waiting for you. I looked up the definition of waiting. And this might be a little weird, but um, I always believe that when God tells me to look up something or when he gives me the idea of a definition, there's a reason behind it. And so in this case, when we look at the definition of wait, it says to stay in a place or remain in readiness or in anticipation. So if you recognize that what you have to offer is so important and valuable that someone else is staying in a place and remaining in readiness in anticipation of what you have to offer, how long are you going to let them wait? How long are you going to hold on to what you have and, and not release it because of whatever reason you've convinced yourself and let make them keep waiting? Here's another definition. To remain inactive as until something expected happens. There is something that you do that somebody's looking for. There's something that you do that somebody has been truly waiting for. They've been remaining inactive until something that they've been waiting for happens. And guess what? That something is you. That recipe that you've been thinking about, that you, that your grandmother passed down from year to year to year, that you were thinking, I, I should, you know, I should bake this. I should sell this. That very thing could be the thing that someone else has been waiting for. Maybe you do it in such a way where you don't use the same type of ingredients that all of the commercial people do. You do it in the way your grandmother showed you is exactly the way that person who has allergies or who has sensitivities needs. And as long as you keep holding on to that recipe, they're they're missing out on this particular type of dessert or this particular type of, of entree because they can't eat anything else. Or if they do, they eat it, but it's undesirable. But the one that you have is exactly what they've been waiting for. Or let's say that you're getting ready to open up a business and you're offering a particular service. Let's say that you're a hairdresser, right? And you're like, there's a hairdresser on every corner. What difference does it make? But it's not just your hairdressing skills that they're looking for, your beautification skills. It's your personality that you put into it. You do it in a way that nobody else does. Yes, you might use the same products as someone else, or yes, you might use the same tools, scissors and, and shears and, and curlers and everything else. But the way that you you 
The way that you do it is unlike anyone else. The way that you style it, not just in the, the, the outcome, but the care that you put into it. Even just you being there and listening to them when they come to you or spending time with them is invaluable. But they'll never get it because you're still sitting at home waiting. Waiting until you find the the exact right location. Waiting until you find the exact right marketing strategy. Waiting until you get more money to make the shop, you know, glorious and luxurious. But they're not waiting for that. They're not looking for it to be luxurious. They're not looking for it to be extravagant. They're looking for it to meet their need. And the thing that meets their need is you. So I want you to take that and apply it in whatever way that it applies to you. Whatever you are doing today, I guarantee you that there is something more you could be doing to release what's on the inside of you for those who have been waiting so long. How long will they have to wait? How long will you make them wait? When will you wake up and recognize that the greatest thing that you have to offer is you? Because someone truly is waiting for you. Thank you for joining us for the Fancy Thoughts Podcast. I'm Francesca Hampton, and I look forward to you tuning in again next week. And remember, you are well able, fully capable, and properly equipped to accomplish everything you were created for. So go and make this week a great one.